You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Heart and Soul. I think this is our first episode this season without a guest. It's just me and Chelsea today. Is it our first one without a guest? I think so. I think it is this year. We, we went hard in the paint the first five episodes. Yeah, we were just so excited about all these awesome Human. women that we have coming on. So we have had some awesome guests. If you haven't listened to the first five episodes of season, I almost said 21 because of 2021. Wow. Same thing. The day Imagine. season 20. <laughs> <Woo! gone> far. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about all that, but uh, maybe we'll see. <laughs> I'll be like a hundred, but um, <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. So go back and listen to those if you haven't listened to them yet. But today we're just going to catch up a little bit and answer some of your questions and kind of talk about The Bachelor because we haven't talked about it yet, which is crazy. Yeah, we uh, kind of dropped the ball on talking about it for a while. We didn't even talk about Tasha's season really, but that was kind of a a mess Yeah, before well, I, her season. I was going to say Claire was a mess. Tasha was rock hard. Great. Yeah. I just meant like the season started off rocky and then it was like, no one really cared about Claire anymore. And then we just kind of stopped talking about the show in general. Well, you saw that Claire and Dale broke up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Oh, shocker. Wow. Although there was like a weird moment there while they were together where I, they had me convinced that maybe they actually were in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I like, think well, I followed both of them on Instagram and I'd be like, and of course, Instagram is not always real, but yeah, this is actually just reminding me to unfollow because I don't care anymore unless they're together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think she genuinely loved him, but I don't think he was in it. Like you could tell from the start, he was just like, well, he like wanted, admittedly wanted to be famous. Right. So Yeah that's why he went on the show was just for clout. Right. And he got that. So we're good. All right. So where do we start? Are we going to do a happy and crappy? Yeah, we can do a quick happy and crappy and then head into the batch batch. Okay. Do you want to start? Um, sure. My crappy is so weird. I'll start with that. Okay. I, got a voicemail yesterday from, I had need to call them back, but today's been crazy. I got a voicemail day from the city water that said, we like, I just wanted to call and let you know that your bill that you're going to get next is going to be astronomically high because you've had water running, um, throughout the night each night. What? It's like, what? so I like, Went and checked all of our like sinks and everything to see if like there was like a leak or anything. But I have two thoughts. Or one is that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, and two is maybe we have a broken pipe or something, which would literally blow yeah. because not only would we have to pay that water bill, but we also have to get it fixed, which is not cheap. Um, or we just got. Um, this new water filter system like installed next to our sink, like a little baby sink for filtering yep. water. 
kind of like what we have Mm -hmm. like a month ago. So within the last month, our bill has been astronomically high, which that's the only like new water thing. So my fear or my curiosity is like, I wonder if when he installed it, there was like a pipe burst or something like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I have to call the water company or the city water today or tomorrow and figure out what the heck I went online to like, look at the bill and it's not there yet. So I'm, I'm just terrified. I keep refreshing, but (laughs) Um, I have to call them today and be like, uh, is there any way I can fight this? <laughs> Which I know they're going to say no. Yeah. Because they could care less. They just want to get paid. Right. Um, but that's my crappy. The pleasures of being a homeowner. It's great. Yep. And then my happy is probably, um, my mom's in town and we've been able like, Sometimes when she's in town, cause she comes in town, um, probably every six weeks or so it's like a lot of like work and no play, but we've actually been able to play more. Like we, yeah. went, we got to go like shopping and on Saturday we went to dinner last night. We, we had a movie night on Saturday night. So like, we've had like, just like more chill, fun times, which is yeah. nice. Where'd um, you guys end up last night? We went to brasserie. I love Ooh, classic. I just love it so much. It's so good. I haven't been there probably since the last time we were all there together for, was that your birthday? Oh, that was my birthday last year. Yeah. That's so crazy. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, I COVID like, happened right after that. So that's true. I go probably once a month and my new obsession there is their calamari. I cannot get enough. Calamari. Oh, it's so good. Calamari. We act well, I, I lied. We actually had brasserie food. Delivered. But we haven't been there. Um, yeah. After I had my surgery, after I had Silas, um, my dad's boss was so sweet and their company like sent us a meal and wine and dessert Aww. on them, which was really sweet. So they're like, pick your favorite restaurant and order whatever you want. And we went with brasserie. Oh, um, I'd be ordering everything if I could order whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. It was, I, I will say like, you definitely get a better quality experience when you're actually in the restaurant because by the time you get the food it's like you know I know I brought Michael to go uh, meal last night and it just did not look as good as mine yeah it doesn't hit the same way but it's still delicious nonetheless yeah so that's my happy hanging out with my mom what about you um I'll start with crappy too I would say it's not even that crappy it's just we're kind of going through like a a hard developmental time with Silas because he's just so frustrated with not being able to move around on his own and like crawl and he's just been fussy like he's still his happy smiley self majority of the time but it's just like he's a lot more work to like keep happy throughout the day he'll be awake for like I don't know anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour before he just starts to get so fussy and nonstop and it's cute because he's like grabbing for things now he's so interested in like my phone and random things that he catch like that catch his eye but I just I don't know how to keep him happy it's like he just starts crying and he's fed he's not tired he's been entertained (laughs) so it's just kind of like you're at a loss 
what to do. I'm like, I don't know what you want right now. So I've been trying to take them for walks or like just go into a different room or something just for a change of scenery and bring out other toys or whatever. But even toys now are like, no, I don't really care about that. I'd rather have the cardboard box you're eating snacks out of or, you know, your coffee cup that still has coffee in it or right. The safe, you know, yeah. Any of the the things that he shouldn't have. So that's just been hard. That made that like, we could remember what it was like when we were babies. Like we could remember being a baby. Yeah. It would be really weird. My nephew is hilarious. My nephew, Jackson, he's five. My mom and dad told me the story the other day about how they were watching him. And um, I forget what happened. They were looking at a picture or something of his parents, my brother and my sister-in-law. And like, oh, aren't they such a good looking couple or something? And Jackson goes, yeah, you know, when I came out of my mom and I looked at my parents, I thought, wow, I have really beautiful mom and dad. (laughs) And, it, and the older one, Jake, he's um, nine, looked over and was like, you don't remember that. And he's like, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> what if he did? Like, I know. In history. <laughs> I said the same thing. I was like, what if he actually does? And we're all just fooled. But anyway, so I funny. The first memories I have in life are probably like four or five. Yeah, I remember some stuff for, from younger than that. I, and I really do maybe like three. Um, but that's probably as far back as I can go. Anyway, that's my crappy. Um, my happy is kind of weird, but I love like freshness and newness and change. And these moves that we made in our house have made this whole, just like, I don't know, just makes so much more sense for our lifestyle. And I feel like we have this brand new home now. So we ended up moving Jordan's desk into my office. I see that. It was in the living room. Yeah, you can see it behind me. And so now like we have that designated room to shut the doors in there while we're working. He's like separated from us during the day. So I don't have to worry about, you know, keeping Silas quiet throughout the day and just people coming in and out the doors. The laundry is right there. So it was just really distracting for him. And we had it set up that way, thinking like it would be temporary. He'd only work from home every once in a while, but obviously we're still here. So, so is he working um, home every day still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Full time. I don't know that they have any plans to go back anytime soon if they do. Um, but you know, I hope for his sake, he will get to, cause I'm, I like working from home. I thrive off of this, but I think he's someone that kind of like Michael that like, they just do well going elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that like social interaction and stuff. So we'll see, but it's made this space so much bigger. We're getting another couch in here this weekend. My parents are getting a new one. So we're taking their old one and it's like my favorite couch ever. It's nice. a big U shape one. It's so comfortable. So when we go, um, to Raleigh this weekend, we're going to pick that up and, yeah. I just like every time I walk down the stairs now, or even like work in my office, I'm just like, this just makes sense. It feels good. Mm-hmm. The energy in the house just feels like less stressful because I'm not like constantly concerned with Jordan on calls or like if we're, if the baby's being fussy down here or whatever, it's just easier. Yeah. Um, so 
Yeah. And it also gave me an excuse to go to Target and Home Goods the other day and just like get new pillows for our new couch and and just yeah, feel have a little retail therapy to feel refreshed. So growing growing up, my mom used to like change something in the house, I feel like every six months. And I yep. never understood it until I had my own house. And now yeah. I it because it's just like a refresh. It's like you are monot- monotonously, especially during COVID, living in the same space and walking through the same space at all times. You kind of need to switch up every now and then just to like. Exactly. Up. Yeah. It just feels good. And like, we've been in this house almost a year now and it's, you know, it just takes some time to figure out like the livability of it, like what mm-hmm. makes the most sense function wise. And this makes way more sense now. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit like, oh, my office is my favorite room in the house. Like I'm I was hesitant to give that up, but honestly, now I love it so much more because it's like, we go in there to work and I'm not like juggling the baby in there either. And we come out and we're in our living room and it's, it's all separate. So yeah, Michael just recently moved his, he was working from the kitchen table or the dining table and like the middle of everything for the first like 10 months of COVID And then probably about a month ago, he moved his desk. He got a desk and he moved it into the guest room. And it's just nice to have the living room. I would like middle of the day, want to turn on like a Grey's episode while I'm um, working. Yeah. I couldn't even do that. And I was like, yeah, I just want to be able to watch mindless TV when I'm what? Yeah. (laughs) It makes such a difference. It really does. And this is what I was referring to. We're just crying because we can't yeah so. well, he's, he's figuring out what that whole crying thing is and it's working for him he's figuring out his voice too like he'll just kind of scream because he's like oh I can do that I can scream I'm able to that's what sometimes that's scream. I'm like oh sometimes I'm having to decipher what is a real line and scream and what is him just like playing so yeah, yeah. Um, all right should we talk about the batch Let's yeah, let's get in it. Well, we haven't really talked about this season at, well, we haven't talked about this season at all. So what do you think no. of Matt as bachelor? Um, I love him from okay. the first day. I was like, oh my gosh, he is the best. Like when he, he was just so thoughtful and like intentional. You could tell he really took the time with like every single woman. He like really was so observant of what things that they said and things that they liked and him opening in prayer was just really sweet and um I have something to say about that too later that'll go back to when we talk about the girls but I love that he's from Raleigh because like a lot of people that I know know him Mm -hmm. um so it just kind of feels like a real person more connected yeah like a real person um the only thing that's like kind of tough is he's so nice that you're like you have no clue which way it's gonna go yeah we're like I really I kind of know which ones he is having a connection with but at this point I feel like top four could be anybody anybody I have a couple contenders I think will will likely make it but um yeah he's like he easily and I think it's because he's never been in love before admittedly he easily is falling in love with multiple people really soon yeah and I think that's probably going to bite him in the butt. It's going to be like a Ben Higgins situation. Yeah. I didn't watch Ben's season, but I agree with you in that, in that sense. And I do think he's doing a good job of like 
discernment like he other than keeping Victoria for too long which I think honestly was a producer plug she was I think she was an actress if I'm being completely honest um because she was just so erratic that I think that would be the only thing that made sense (laughs) um but you can tell like he sent the bullies home he sent MJ home like he's kind of seeing through the BS I for most of it he's not playing into it like a lot of the bachelors tend to do like well someone said this and she said that that you said this blah 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 and you're just watching it like this isn't even entertaining it's just annoying you know yeah he is really discerning I I definitely love that about him and thoughtful he remembers so much like he'll bring mm-hmm. up conversations from night one yeah six weeks in or five weeks in or whatever yeah so I really like him who do you think well first let's talk about the drama yeah um I don't know if Victoria was an actress, but I do think she was kept that long to create, to keep entertainment. I think that she maybe genuinely is delusional. Like possibly, but I don't know. It was just because like some days you'd be like, oh, she actually might seem kind of cool. Like she's actually kind of funny there. Like she makes a good point there. And then other times you're like, what the heck? Like, it was just so all over the place that it didn't yeah. make sense. You're right. She could just be delusional. But in my head, I was like, she just seems like they plugged her in there for the hell of it because the rest of these girls are like actually pretty normal and, and genuine. And they're, Matt's really cool and genuine. And there's not a lot of like drama to be seen. So I don't know who, who the heck knows, but I did like the drama with the, with Anna and her talking mm-hmm. Make, starting that rumor which was just awful like they it was they could have ruined someone's life had he not sponsored the way that he did but I do appreciate even though I don't like Anna <laughs> I do appreciate that she at least like admitted her accountable and realized like that was terrible you know yeah. like, even yeah. in the limo ride home when she got kicked off she was like I wouldn't want to be with someone like me if I were him like he made the right decision yeah yeah I thought so too, which was kind of a shame. I wasn't a huge fan of her anyway, but, and the whole, like them sending new girls in was kind of like, I don't know why. I don't think any of them are even still there. Maybe one of them is. Yeah. And even spoiler alert, Heather coming in last night. I was just like, why? Even though I like Heather, it's just like, it's too late. Well, the thing is, it's like, oh, well it worked in Tasha's season, but that's because she came in a few weeks later. So that they were trying they came in when she came in. Right. To even the playing field because she didn't get as many from the start because Claire ruled people out. So that made sense, but maybe they're like, oh, well that did well. So let's, let's try that again here. But it's like, it goes against the whole purpose of it. And it's just annoying at this point. But again, like, like I said, I I honestly think it's because he's so not dramatic that they're like we just need to throw in these other curveballs to make good tv how funny <laughs> but, was last night when he which i watched it to, uh, like literally just watched it right before we started recording uh-huh. but when heather came and chris harrison was in the driveway and he was like heather <laughs> heather martin what are you doing here I like my chris harrison accent but i know it's as like, if he didn't you know knew, chris i know He's like, why don't you go back to your hotel room? I'll talk to some people. Like he's got that, you know, just like. Yeah. He's, he's a good actor by now. 
Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, we do know that Hannah is good friends with Matt. We saw their whole like quarantine crew happen. Yeah. So like maybe they did have some sort of connection and I don't know. I don't think it's like necessarily all made up baloney, but her getting thrown into the mix late, I think obviously is. It's not fair. Um, if, if they did have a connection and a possibility, she's screwed at this point for coming in that late. Right. Everyone's just going to hate her, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens next week. Um, are we going to talk about like top contenders? Yeah. I'll, I've got, let's just, let's talk about like who we think is going to make it to hometowns. Okay. <sighs> Rachel, duh. I think she's going to win. I do too. So getting back to that, I think that I'm trying to X out of my mail so that it doesn't make noise. Um, the very first night she was brought to tears when Matt prayed and I, that stuck with me because I don't think it was just her like being dramatic. I've heard a lot of bachelor podcasts like, Oh, she was just being so dramatic and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I think that really touched her because if her faith is big to her, she was probably like, wow, this is a man that I could see myself marrying. And that was like, really like no other bachelor's ever done that either. So anyway, I thought that was like from the very beginning, just seeing the way that she reacted. I was like, she's going to go to the top. Yeah. Um, I love Brie. I really love love Brie. I think Rachel Brie from there, it's honestly tough. Maybe Piper. I think Michelle really? Yeah, I do. I think that they have this like interesting, like kinship. It may, it may just end up fizzling into like, we're just like so similar that that's why we get along so well. Yeah. They have so much in common. I feel like, and then I I do think he really likes Piper, I do too. but you can kind of tell now, first of all, I was shook when he got the one-on-one date and and went home. Vincent Kit home. Huh? Um, I'm talking about Kit, not Katie. Oh, wait, Kit went home? No, he didn't send her home. Like he like, oh. he, like which I think Kit's fine, but I just think she's fine. Like she's I don't not for him. She's not for him. I don't see like any, I don't know, super intense chemistry. I thought she was gonna be the one-on-one of the season where there's always one where he's like, I just am not feeling it. Like he planted the one-on-one to send her home. But right. then he like stayed. I was like, he likes Kit. Like I was confused. Yeah. That can yeah. that's when I was like, he genuinely just like is falling in love with everybody. She's cool. She seems like a really cool chick, but she she's so great. young. So young and she she doesn't bachelor. She's also just so New York city, mm-hmm. you know, like obviously her mom said they rally. So like not discounting that she's a real person. She's just so New York city and yes, he lives there, but he's also a Raleigh boy. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't see that. Yeah. I don't see vibe lining up there. I um, thought Abigail was going to be top two in the beginning, but she has not gotten like any time. And I, I know I see it fizzling out. I love her though. I was, I feel like top four could end up being her. It's so hard. I definitely think Rachel and Brie are shoe ins. Well, he also um, really likes, oh crap, Sienna. So what's her name? Serena. 
no, maybe. She's really te- teeny tiny. He had Jacenia? a one-on- No, he had a one-on-one with her and they like um had a picnic with donkeys around. The oh, Serena. Serena. Serena um, I don't like her. He really likes her though. I think she's a little I don't know. She's just like not I don't really love her vibe. I don't know really how to dis- describe it. When she was like, oh, so you were a weird kid? Like, when he was talking about his <laughs> turtle. She's kind of funny, but it just, I don't know. The, the dynamic, I wasn't sold. Yeah. I think definitely top two is Rachel and Brie. And then it's, I'm, I'm going to guess Michelle and oh, Who did you say? um abigail yeah maybe or piper i think but piper it's tough top five abigail piper michelle brie and um winner rachel i think so but who knows maybe heather is gonna be thrown into the mix now but i like looked at the previews and she's like not in a lot of stuff she's only in that night okay so my feels is that he's like listen had this this isn't fair this isn't fair like i really like you but this is not going to work at this point in the game kind of thing and she like gracefully probably exits but the girls are going to be mean to her first yeah oh for sure that's my guess but it's like is she going to get a rose or he's just going to send her home like right there um i think he's just going to send her home i don't know yeah i kind of think think so too you're going to make her stay around in the cocktail party like for a while to stir up drama and then he's going to like have a conversation with her and send her home before the rose ceremony. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that's an accurate prediction, but. Oh, listen, my, my, one of Michael's friends from college, he was at our wedding and he is, has an interview today to be on the bachelorette. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I know we videoed him or we like sent him a video, like rooting him on today. We were like, you got this. Just be yourself. We were like, I was like giving him like stupid tips, <laughs> but uh, he is a guy that I can totally see being on the show. You know, it's like, yeah, that's awesome. Like a little bro. So I feel like he would actually do really well on the show. So it'd be so cool to know someone who's on it, like really know someone. That is, yeah, that's always so much fun. We were trying to sign up my friend, um, Laura this summer. Really? And- Rachel kind of reminds me of her. She kind of looks like her. They do kind of. Um, and we got as far as like sending in the actual application, but then after what after you do that, they have to go and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And she didn't because she kind of was already dating someone, and now they're kind of they're actually together. But Becky and I FaceTimed her one night. I was pregnant, so I wasn't drinking, but Becky was drinking, and we put up this whole thing we're like looking at pictures of her to send in and we facetime her we're like we need you to answer us right now like you have to pick up the phone and we and she did and we we're like we're signing up for the bachelor and she was on a date with her now boyfriend and it was like the very beginning stages and she's like oh okay it was just so funny she did not know what to say because it was like one of their first dates so she was like kind of like maybe i don't know and then obviously they're together now. So it worked out, but I did that. Um, well, I nominated myself two years in a row and that didn't work, but I did that with my coworker, um, 
from my like last corporate job before becoming a coach. And oddly enough, it's funny now after like the last two seasons we've seen her name's Victoria. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Those, she would have Victoria. been perfect for the show. She it's like you, there's a vibe and you're like, you totally would be great on this show. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, being um, of, um, yeah, y'all, y'all maybe DM us or shoot us a email at heart and soul podcast and let us know your thoughts on the bachelor. Yeah. You can always DM our, our IG. Yeah. We're, we're picking up the IG thanks to Chelsea's hard work. <laughs> we're trying, we're getting there. We're getting there and we're, we're doing better at answering you. So give us grace. Sometimes things get stuck in the requests and we, we they do. Them. Yeah. But we're doing our best. Okay. But speaking of entertainment, one thing that's also really entertaining me right now, outside of the bachelor, a new guilty pleasure is best fiends. Um, one of our new sponsors this year, one of our new sponsors, and it's a game you can download on your phone for free. And best fiends has a world full of like lovable characters, tons of levels that you can be. And they continuously add content all the time. So it never gets old. There's always something new. We just started playing what? Like weeks ago. ago. Oh, was it half ago? The beginning of the year. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So beginning of January, we started playing and we're, we're into it for sure. Um, I'm really excited for future me to get through some more levels. Honestly, <laughs> It's definitely one of those games that you can kind of just like mindlessly play to get in the zone. Yeah. I, whenever we go on road trips, Jordan always wants to throw on a podcast. And for some reason, unless it's like really entertaining these days, I just don't have the attention span for it. And I'm kind of over the crime podcast at this point. I'm just like, I need some good vibes. You know what I mean? So when we go to Raleigh this weekend, I have a wedding and I'm like, I'm just going to tune out the podcast or maybe listen a little bit, but still play my, my best fiends the whole way. Yeah, for sure. You got to, I mean, it has over a hundred million downloads. So, you know, it's, it's gotta be good. Y'all. I just wants to play too. Whenever I have it out, he's grabbing for my phone these days. (laughs) <laughs> he loves the little he, characters not only grabbing for cardboard boxes but he's grabbing to play be- best fiends that's what yeah. he really wants he knows what's up yeah so like i said with over 100 million downloads this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play just don't blame us if you end up getting kind of obsessed after you start all you have to do is download best free best fin fiends oh my gosh i cannot talk this is hard. This is a tongue twister because you have to say best fiends for free, which is a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> Download best fiends free. That's right. I said it free today on the Apple app store or Google play. That's friends without the R best fiends. Go to the Google play or Apple app store to download best fiends for free today. Do it. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, we got some cues and we're going to give you our A's. <laughs> Yes. I really liked myself on that one. <laughs> uh, we got a couple, probably like seven. So that's perfect. We'll wrap yeah. up some quick Q and A's and then we will talk to y'all next week. Duh. Yeah. Uh, and please keep sending us questions because they're really fun to answer for us. They are. Okay. This is a good one from Veronica. Who's been on the podcast. What's up girl. 
Um, she asked, how do you know when it's time to leave a job? And what if you don't have another job yet? Ooh, that's tough. There's like a, for me, there's like a, a realistic answer of, do you have enough saved? Like my thing with, um, entrepreneurship was, do I have enough in the bank to comfortably or not comfortably, but to be able to live, pay my bills and like feel sane for six months. And if yeah. in six months I still am, I'm starting to struggle, then I rethink it. So yeah. You, there's the realistic answer of like, do you have enough saved to like realistically be able to quit a job without another job? Um, yeah. And I also think it's kind of like to not to make it too woo woo, because sometimes you just need a job to work, like to make money and pay the bills. But if you're truly looking for a job that like you want to be more passionate about, I think it's kind of like marriage. Like you kind of have a feeling when you're dating someone, if it's not right. And if you're, in a, if you're in a job and you have like this unsettling feeling every day that you're there, I don't think that that's like. I definitely don't think that that's of the Lord because God is peace. So mm -hmm. I think that's kind of when, you know, maybe like I need to start looking for something else or figuring out what I want to do. Yeah. I think when it comes to like having an actual job and you know that you want to remain employed by somebody else, my answer is a little bit different versus the question that we get a lot of like, when do you take the leap of faith with your side hustle type of thing? I think that's maybe different than this question. Um, so that's how I'm going to answer it. And I would say, unfortunately, in that case, like you do need a sense of security if you haven't been building something um, like a foundation of something else on the side yet. So definitely agree with you, Catherine, of like, you know, savings are important. But if you are constantly having like those Sunday scaries every single weekend that don't go away once you're there and in it, like, I feel like a lot of times with your job, you're like, oh man, okay, another week, here we go. But then you get there and you kind of get into the swing of things and you're like still having a good day. You see your people, you're doing what you, what you do. And you kind of, I don't know, forget that it's a Monday <laughs> at some point. But if that's happening, like every single time that you're going into work and you just have this dread, like for me, I felt that way when I was a waitress, I would sit in the parking lot and be like, what would happen if I just didn't go in today? Like, <laughs> that's how much I hated it. So I think when you're having those, like you said, uns unshakable feelings of like, I need to get out. It's time. Um, and worse comes to worse. Like when you do take that leap to quit and you are maybe living off your savings, like while you're in pursuit of that dream job, it's okay if you have to get something temporary in the meantime, that's not exactly what you wanted, or maybe it's kind of a you're, step you're back or whatever. Yes. Like There's no shame in that either. If it's going to lead you to something bigger, something better, something more sought after. Um, yeah. I think that's actually something to be proud of. If you can like have the, let your ego aside to work your way to, where you ultimately want to be. Yeah. And I mean, just to bring the dating analogy back in, like, you know, when you're, you want to break up with someone, but you're like, Oh, I don't know. I'm like comfortable. And yeah. like, I don't want to hurt his feelings or I don't know what I'm going to do single. And then you finally break up with them and you feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. I think that's kind of what it feels like when you finally take the leap and quit something that is not serving you. Yeah, Same absolutely.
Okay, this next question is pretty fun. Um, it's from Caitlin, who's also Caitlin Mount, who's also been a guest on the podcast. She said, "What are who are some guests that you want to have on the podcast one day? Like a dream guest?" Oh gosh, that's good. Maybe besides Taylor Swift. Um, yeah, that's a little bit of a stretch. One day. Um, I okay, buddy. Sorry. This is what I'm talking about, my friends. <laughs> he was just trying to tell us his dream guest. Yeah. What do you think, Sai Sai? He's like, well, I don't really know that many people yet. So right. we're getting there. I'll be, I'll Gosh, be- this is tough. I would say, do you follow Danny Austin? Yeah, she's cute. I love her. She's definitely like one of my favorite blogger influencers. I've been following her since her like early days of YouTube. So I'm obsessed with her. She did you watch her stories this past weekend? Of she she made her own version of The Bachelor for her brother. Yes. So she had her followers send in like submission videos, sent him on these dates, like made date cards for yes. them. It was awesome. Um, I just think she's hilarious and would be a really fun guest. It's random, but yeah, she would be fun. She's from Texas too, so we could bond over that. Yeah, she's from Dallas. Um I would really, hmm, I would really like to have as a unit, Becca and Tanya. Yes. We've talked about that before. The four of us on a podcast together, which they're one of my favorite podcasts, scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. And they just, I don't know. I just like their friendship and they have very different personalities and they uh, kind of balance each other out really well. So they'd be really nice to me, but again, dream big because they have like millions of followers. Yeah. You never, you never know. know. You never know. Um, okay. This one is what are your favorite go-tos music, meals, coffee order shows, just your go-tos. Okay. Okay. Let's start with music. Duh. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. Um, I have a very random taste in music. I listen to, um, a lot of reggae, like Callie Roots Reggae. Taylor is a go-to. And then when I'm like in just like a cleaning around the house type of mood, I throw on some John Mayer radio. Mm. Yeah. I really like, obviously Taylor, I'm really into all genres. I, I really like country. Um, Casey Musgraves really does it for me. Like if I need like some good chill background music. I love her. She's yeah, great. Her voice is so soothing, but yeah, yeah. John, Mayer, John Mayer is always good. Lumineers are good, easy to put on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really discriminate. I, I like it all, but that would be my go-to. Yeah, for sure. Um, this year, Taylor Swift folklore, just, um, <laughs> my favorite or my go-to meals <laughs> weekly. I get Zoe every week and from Zoe, I get either the classic Greek salad <laughs> <laughs> with grilled chicken or the grilled chicken <laughs> and then I got him laughing <laughs> what is he doing? I had I had Zoe's for lunch too I'm just like throwing this little toy at him <laughs> um, and then I also get Panera bread a lot I get the green dog cob with chicken and chipotle Zoe's has been a go-to for us too I had the kebab plate for lunch today I always get the salad and hummus plate and we've been getting sun basket meal subscriptions. I used to do a whole lot more cooking, but I just, 
it's not something I'm super passionate about at this point in my life. And it's not something I've been able to prioritize, like when it comes to having like nutritional meals. Um, Cause otherwise I, we would just end up like ordering Uber eats all the time or like eating stuff that we don't really normally eat that often. So I've been doing meal subscriptions and that's been really helpful. And I love sun basket cause it's mostly like organic stuff and it's just really fresh and a lot of it, you don't have to actually like do a lot of steps. So that's my current go-to. Yeah. My coffee order is very dependent on where I go. If I go to Starbucks, I'll get the salted cream caramel cold brew. That's been my jam. Um, if I go to like Casablanca or something, it's usually just like a vanilla latte or a chai tea latte. Yep. Same. I always get a vanilla latte. Sometimes I get it with oat milk. Sometimes I don't, but yeah, that's, that's my go-to pretty much. My shows, no matter what shows, like these are shows that I could like just continually watch, have in the background at all times. I mean, Grey's Anatomy is always a go-to. I love friends. I could just have that playing on in the background all the, all the time. Yeah. Michael and I really love this is us. We watch that together. Um, I, um, really any TV show. (laughs) Yeah. I would say my go-tos for like, when I just need to put something on is new girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. New girl. So good. It's literally my favorite show of all time. Um, yeah. New girl parks and rec friends. Um, love Gilmore girls. Yeah. I'll call it at that for now. I just started a new show and mom, if you're listening, you know, I'm about to talk smack about you called <laughs> Firefly Lane. And it's like, it's about, it's written after this book, but it's about like two best friends and it goes like back and forth from like their childhood to now they're in their forties. Is and, that the Catherine Heigl one? Yeah, it's good. It's um, I'm only on like episode five, but I tell my mom about it when I'm on episode five, like, Hey, you should start this show. And she's like a speed, everything, a speed show watcher, a speed reader, so a day later, she's already finished the freaking season. She ruined, she ruined it for me. She told me <laughs> that's very big, very significant. And I was just like, oh, no. but that's a new show I, I started recently. And we're like obsessed with survivor right now. Love it. Yeah. Um, okay. This one is how has your relationship changed after married marriage? Can I talk today? After marriage. That was me yesterday. You saw, I was like, I couldn't form sentences yesterday. It was just one of those days. Best fiends and free for free was really hard. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. Um, Okay. What was the question? How has our relationship changed with marriage? Yeah. Um, I, I don't even like to use the word change because it, it's more, it just gets more enriched as time goes by. And the more, the longer you're married, I think it's the dynamic of our our relationship is not that much different. We've just like with life. Yeah. Evolved with each other. And like, I I know this sounds like so corny because people say it all the time, but like, you really do love your husband more every single day than you did the day before. And it's not like every day is perfect, but it just gets like, a, I think more enriched is the best way I can put it. And like after, especially after going through birth together, like that was one of the most 
pivotal like transformational moments for us I've never felt more supported or like closer to him so I think that was really a turning point for us this year and yeah I think it just gets better and better and there's definitely ups and downs and challenges but having your person and like knowing you're secure in your marriage is like such a comforting feeling yeah I would I would agree I think life gets harder every year and yeah I think that there's like a two part to that you one learn how to like um you learn how to process emotions that you've one that probably never processed alone but you you learn how to process it together and two people process things differently so I think life gets harder and you have to like really learn your spouse well but if you have a solid foundation then it does it only gets more and more deeper in the sense that you feel like you said like just a constant peace knowing that you're with your person yeah I think that like this past year of, of Michael and I's marriage has been the hardest but not because of of us because it's situationally we've we the biggest thing was our miscarriages we grieve differently but with that we learned something that's very pivotal for the rest of our lives because we're going to continue to lose people and grieve Mm -hmm. things so I think the hard part was like learning each other in that season but now that we've like been through something that tough it feel I'm like more more not excited to grieve, but I'm more like comforted in the fact that I'm grieving with someone. Yeah. I think it's just like a mix of emotions. Like life's not perfect, but you and your spouse can be a a rock for each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're never going to like, you're not always going to be in that like dating, just meeting phase where everything's new. I mean, and it's almost more beautiful to not have anything being new. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually a really good point too, is like you, the way that you feel in the beginning of a relationship is definitely not how you're ever going to feel when you're with someone for years and years and you're married. Like it's a, it's a different dynamic. And just because you don't feel those butterflies anymore or like, the the dynamic of your relationship is maybe you're less you know physical with each other all the time like you know in your first dating you're like always wanting to hold hands and always like cuddle on the couch and then you get married and like that's not something you do 24 7 anymore so like I think there's this expectation sometimes with with like how it's portrayed in the movies or like I don't know romanticized that that's what marriage is too and it's it's okay that it's not because you're just more comfort. You're more secure and comforted in knowing you're with your person. You don't have to always be physically touching. You don't have to always, you know, be flirty or like get nervous around each other. Cause like, hopefully at that point you're not because you're the most comfortable with anybody, you know, in your life. So those are really good questions. I'm going to actually save the others for next week, if that's okay with you. Yeah. We've been chatting for a little while. So yeah, there's three more for next week. And then we'll put up another Q and a on Instagram at the time this week. And y'all can send some more in for next um, week. And hopefully we'll get to those then, but yeah, sounds good. Um, 
it was fun catching up, dude. I know it was. I'm sorry to you listeners and to Catherine for this little fuss pot in the background, but we made it through. Yeah, I mean, once you get used to it, it's, it drowns out, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah and I appreciate you taking, taking the reins last week because last week when we were supposed to record, it just would have, it would have been a disaster. And I don't think I would have been, been able to even get a word in. And if I did, it would just be really loud and annoying. So <laughs> that was the right decision. <laughs> well, that's why it's good that there's two of us for days like that. Yeah. It happened for both of us, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's life. So. All right. Well, listeners, we love you and we will talk to you next week. Don't forget to leave a review and um, let us know if there's any topics that you want us to cover um, in the future or any guests that you want us to interview. Yeah. See you guys next time. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.